San Francisco, San Francisco got the break they got. That's crazy. Oh my God, y'all, y'all boys. Every quarterback gonna get hurt. Right. That wasn't. That didn't even get a chance, bro. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I'm thinking it's gonna be um, Bengals Eagles at the bowl. I, I, you know, I think Kansas City gonna win it, bro. Thanks, and the only reason, only reason I feel like that, I feel like everybody kind of leaning towards the Bengals. Everybody on the Bengals. Everybody saying Bengals, which it seemed like the Bengals should win it because you know Pat hurt and all that. But man, the Chiefs just got some lucky jump be happening to them. It's crazy, bro. Right. Yeah. Even when um, what that game was when it was the game when Mahomes was out, and I was like, "Yo, when he played oh, yeah. Jacks, I was like, yeah, with Chad Henney, yeah, and they still scored. I don't know what the Chiefs got going on. It seemed like they year." So, yeah, I thought the whole time I was thinking it's funny because I was like, I, I, I even told myself and I was even, you know, telling the people that I was kind of having a conversation with about, you know, about football. I was like, hey, somebody, Trevor Lawrence must have went to go see the Woo Lady or something with the way they oh, just keep on getting lucky. Because I was they like, keep coming back. Heck yeah. I was like, the, the game against the Chargers happened and then went um and then next day, you know, Mahomes was out for that game. So I was like, I was like, okay, but the Chiefs might be the ones talking to the wood. Yeah, I think, man, you know what, man? I, I would love to see a Chiefs-Eagles Super Bowl. Um, I would be rooting for the Eagles in that one. But it'd be interesting if that happened because you'll have Andy Reid versus his old team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jalen Hurts basically – Proving everybody wrong because nobody thought he would be a Super Bowl quarterback, right? And you know, so it, it, it's interesting too because I feel like Philly got a bunch of great players, but I don't know none of their names except AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts. It's really weird. Yeah, but I feel like all their players good, but it's like I don't know none of their names. Yeah, they be getting it done out there. Thank you. Heck yeah, but you know, I don't know, man. Football for me, the only reason I'm kind of still sticking around at this point right now is because it's like, all right, well, you know, Jags, usually by now I'd be out of it for real because Jags ain't making it. I'm like, all right, I don't care. <laughs> but um, I'm still around just because Jags had a good season, man. It's, it was for us, it was good because I didn't think we'd make it that long. Yeah. And sometimes it do be the time to, you know, stick around. Cause yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially during the playoffs. That's how I'm like, well, I keep up with the NFL, like, during the season and whatnot. I think when it comes to that, you know, only watching during the playoff thing and more like that with basketball. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, when it comes to football, I'm like, okay, let me see who, let me see who going to be good. Let me see who going to stay consistent. And kind of get an idea on where on where it's headed from there. I rock with the Jags until the Jags make me feel like I can't do it no more. <laughs> Which this year, this year it almost got there, but we didn't quite get there. So that's great. And then as far as basketball, I love basketball. I watch it. You can watch it during to me, basketball and baseball the same. Like I can watch it during the regular season. It'll make no difference. The games don't count. 
Regular season games don't matter. Like the Lakers got robbed last night. Robbed. Literally cheated out of the game. It don't matter. It don't matter. Unless we don't make the playoffs by one game. Then I'll remember that that play. Yeah. But you know, it's it's just more games, 82 games, it make it mean less. Right. That's when normally around the time of the playoffs is when it's actually start starts counting. started mattering, right? Because okay, 82 yeah. games, bro. We can come back. 82 games. Same thing with um what's the joint? Um baseball. It's 162 games, bro. Like it is what it is. You lose one, you lose one. It is what it is. Right. Can't, can't win area. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. Let me let me go and get this thing started. No Static Podcast, episode 218. I am Dennis, your host. Jax is here. Yeah. Dot, 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 dot. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Oh, yeah, we got this. Um, For starters, let's just start with the, let's start with the with the rumble. Yo, now I kind of wish Coop was here because it's so much to unpack. It's so much to unpack. Um, Okay, I guess I'll just go and order the show. Starting off with the men's rumble, shocking. Shocking. Was it? Shocking. Yeah, I thought you would go women's first and then the next rumble, then do a match, then men's rumble, then... uh. The the dog on bloodline thing. That's what I would have did. So in that, so okay. So when you say it like, so when you put it like that, and I'm finna go full Jim Cornette here. So when you put it like that, <laughs> that is exactly like because when because that's why when I had sent that text in the group chat, I was like, wait, men's rumble? Okay, yeah. <laughs> to start off, yeah. But, but in a way, I understand why they put the men's rumble first because they was like, nigga, you getting Cody. You're getting Cody. You might not have wanted Cody, but you're getting Cody. And, we and let me Cody tell you, like and we got Cody. But you know what? I think we got Cody, and the reason why I was all right with Cody, because there was no heavy hitters in the Rumble, dog. The people the people that – what happens with the Rumble on, like, getting booed and all that other stuff, that happens when you have a Daniel Bryan in the Rumble. And everybody wants Daniel Bryan to win. Or – a Zack Ryder in the Rumble, or or something like that, or or you put Velveteen Dream in the Rumble. Yeah, we want them niggas to win. So right. WWE was so smart, so smart that they got Brock Lesnar out early, like real early. That no shocked under- me. Like, <laughs> like Bobby Lashley got him out just like that. You know, you know, it's weird. I didn't even think he would last as long as he did because I know he was. I was like. You, here's literally what I said because I watched it this morning. So this is literally what I said. I'm watching the Rumble. I hear the the, the Brock Lesnar music hit. I was like, they paid this dude probably a million dollars to be in this ring for 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Right? That's just what I thought. And um, it ended up being a little bit longer than 20 seconds, but it was quick. Because I was like, there's no way they're going to let it come down to Brock and Cody. They're not going to do that. No. So I was like, they got to get him out of there. So you got rid of your heavy hitters. You got rid of Bobby. You got rid of Braun Strowman. You got rid of all them boys. And then it came down to, like, Seth Rollins. We seen that. Been there, done that. Right? Mm-hmm. Edge. Been there, done that. 
and was it Dominique Mysterio? No. Who's the who's the other fourth force? It was Mysterio, right? No, wait, in the last four? Yeah, who was the last four? Um, it was Seth. No, it was Logan, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, Cody, Gunther. Yeah. And... So we was yeah, Gunther, Logan Paul, Cody, and Seth Rollins. Yeah. So Seth, we've seen it before. Believe it or not, even though Gunther's over, nobody wants to see Gunther versus Roman Reigns. I ain't gonna lie. So you ain't <laughs> even though even though yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have wanted to see that either. Gunther got busy out there. Yeah, Gunther, Gunther, he did good. That's exactly what you're supposed to do in that situation as an up-and-coming goon. You're supposed to do that. But we didn't want to see that. And you darn show no darn well Logan Paul was about to win the Royal Rumble. You no. know that. You know that. So was, and then they had like the, the final eight had like Dominique Mysterio. We don't want him to win. No. So it was like, it was like, okay, y'all set it up for and then Edge. And then Edge been there, done that too. So I was like, dang, y'all set this up perfect so that all the heat would be on Cody. We would be looking for Cody to be the guy. Cause when I seen the last four, I was like, yeah, I want Cody to win. Cause this is and guess what? The smartest thing they did. They didn't put Sami Zayn in the Rumble. Yep. They did not put any of the Usos in the Rumble. Smart. Smart. Because of the and they didn't even put what's uh, the other dude from the bloodline? Um Solo Sigo. They didn't put him in the Rumble. Smart. Because if they put them boys in the Rumble, guess what? They would have got all the heats. Yep. And if they would have got eliminated, then they, they probably would have shifted that hate to Cody. Right. Right. And especially if Cody would have had to eliminate them. Now, and me, me being the video game booker that I am, I would have put so Sokoa in the Rumble, but I would have let him get thrown out early. Right? And then I would have put Sami Zayn in the Rumble. And I would have let it come down to Sami Zayn and Cody. And I would have had Sami Zayn, because Sami Zayn is a heel, but he a face. Yeah. Right? And I would have had it be the last two. Well, the last three would have been Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, and, and Cody Rhodes. And I would have had Sami and Cody get Seth Rollins out of that thing. And then I would have had uh I would have had Sami Zayn and Cody do the do the face to face thing, shake hands, and then have a little quick wrestling match and have Cody win it. And yeah, people would have been hot and booing Cody or whatever, whoop de whoop. But then you know how big that pop was later. We'll get to that in a second. It would have been even bigger. Yeah, because I still got my thoughts on the men's rumble. Um, okay. Here, here's where I was having the homelander in the movie theater reaction. <laughs> because I thought that I thought the I thought the men's rumble overall overall was cool. They didn't really have like too many people, too many like heavy hitters, you know that that showed up. Um, I think it was the fact that like this is what I was like, okay, okay, WWE, y'all y'all kind of playing in our face right now. The fact that Cody and we knew he was gonna win, we knew mm-hmm. Stevie wanted to see that. The fact that Cody came out at number 30 was like, come on now. But what I said last week, 
Did I not say Cody was going to come out at 30 last week and going to win the Rumble? Did I say that? I said that. Yeah, and I was hoping we could be somewhat wrong. Like, they could at least get Cody, like, number 23 or something like that. I said that. <laughs> I said that. I was like, yeah, bro. He's going to come out at number 30. But guess what? He had to come out at number 30. There was no other number for him to come out. It was either 1 or 30. That's it. Couldn't be nothing else. Couldn't have been nothing else. And 1 would have been too unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah. and they did it perfect because they skewed it to where there really was no one else to root for. The Royal Rumble is one of the last things in wrestling left that you root for faces. Because nobody roots for faces anymore, bro. Everybody want the bad guy to win. And wrestling's so convoluted and all of that or whatever. Royal Rumble is the last thing where you want a face to win. It's just, it's just a, a thing. It feels good. When Kofi Kingston is the winner of the World Rumble, it just feels good, yeah. right? And so, um, at the end of the day, with with the way they set it up with Cody, I would give the Rumble overall a B minus, and I would say that Cody winning the Rumble, although expected, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it now. Now, let's go on to the next because we got to get to the bloodline feud. So after that was the L.A. night match. Terrible. <laughs> what was that? That 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 Uncle mm-hmm. Howdy moment had to be botched. Let me ask you a question, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Uncle Howdy moment was botched because he didn't hit L.A. night. He just blew through the thing or whatever. Yeah, however, you saw L.A. night land down. Yeah, so... Here's my thing, bro. Mm. Why are we ruining Bray Wyatt again? <laughs> Why does he always have to have these gimmicky matches and be all weird and all this stuff? Okay, cool. If it's going to be a blackout match, it's a blackout match. Why is it the Mountain Dew blackout match? Right. And it's for Bray Wyatt. You're, 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 you're Undertaker type of character where it's par- super paranormal, supernatural. And you got a sponsor that's Mountain Dew on the on the ring. Yeah, like neon and stuff. It was so much neon. I thought Naomi was gonna show up. Bro, terrible. Ter- you go to you go to Suplex the dude through the announce table and all these neon confetti fly out of nowhere. Like, oh, I didn't know that was gonna be there. Yeah, no, nah, this this is this is where long-term booking. It gets real shaky for me. Like the bloodline, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that in a minute. But this this Bray Wyatt thing, like he's been back since what? He's been back since what? August? And we about and we were about to reach February. He's only had one match, and this is the match he had that lasted all of five minutes. You did not make Bray Wyatt nor LA Knight look good. Right. Like that's terrible. I've seen both of them look better under different, under much different circumstances. And I feel like L.A. Knight got it. I feel like he could be like a Shawn Michaels. But he ain't going to have it if this is how you're going to book him. And Bray Wyatt had an opportunity to be our generation's undertaker, and they took that away from him. And they're doing it again. 
Yeah, like the fact, even though even on that raw 30th anniversary when Undertaker and Bray Wyatt shared the ring, it wasn't good. I was like, wow, this was cool to see. Y'all gotta remember Bray Wyatt, like, and the way this the way this is set up, like we ain't seen the Bray Wyatt that we trying to like really see. Yeah, bro. It's just and the Uncle Howdy, you know it would have been dope since this match sucked so bad. And you know he's not gonna go. The, the fuse over. The mm-hmm. fuse dead. Yeah. So what would have been dope was if during the thing, during the match, because you know L.A. Knight been impersonating Bray Wyatt and all that or whatever. Yeah. You could have had L.A. Knight come out, do with his Bray Wyatt bit, whatever he doing, get beat real bad. But then he, L.A. Knight disappear, and then. Is somebody mysterious in the ring? Who is this? Or what's that? Oh my God. Then it would have been dope, right? Because yeah. then you're in a situation where you're like, oh snap. So it wasn't LA Knight in control of himself or plotting this and blah, blah, blah. And then you could have set up whoever he's going to go up against at WrestleMania, which at this point I have no idea who it's going to be. Yep. You like, know, you could still up in the air. It would have been amazing to see. And, and I know he's done, but it'd been cool to see Undertaker come back. And 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 it's like, oh, like he beat LA Knight and then he's doing his thing, Uncle Howdy, and then the bell ring. No. That would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. Or 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 I'll tell you another person, another cat, and don't act like you ain't got the money because you bought Cody back. You could have had the Raven caw, caw, and then show lightning and just show Sting standing on top of the thing. That would have been dope. You wouldn't get hyped for Sting versus Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania? Yep. I think that's a, I think that's a decent pair. You got to figure something out for this dude. Because right now, what is he going to do? You can't do Triple H. Where are we going to book Bray? Dennis, where are we going to book Bray Wyatt? Yeah, because anything that we see with Bray, I feel like it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be like a throw-in at this point. Right. The LA Knight thing is done. You didn't know what to do with him when you bought him back to book him. What what are you gonna do? You would have been better off letting Bray be in the rumble and win the rumble. Yep. That's seriously, because he got no heat right now. He yep. got no heat right now. They treating Bray like the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. So I give that match a D minus. All right, and then up next was Bianca versus Alexa, which F. <laughs> Yo, F. can we can we get this this Uncle Howdy? Can, can we find out who Uncle Howdy is already? That's another thing. Why not make Uncle Howdy attack Bray right there? It happened one time. They just never followed up on it. And then uh, then he jumped out the F. Too bad, bad. <laughs> So at D minus and an F, the Bianca Belair, the only thing good about that match was Bianca Belair is fine as hell. Alexa Bliss used to be fine as hell. Now she's just cute. But golly, Bianca Belair fine. That's it. I ain't got nothing else to say about that. That's terrible. Interesting Whatever. Don't lose your belt, Shawty. Don't lose your belt, boo-boo. <laughs> and that brings us to the women's rumble. 
You know what I found out about the Women's Rumble, man? Y'all missing Sasha Banks, man. Y'all missing. Y'all missing Naomi, bad. Y'all missing uh, Ruby Riot, bad. It's just not enough women superstars, bro. Y'all need Jade Cargill, bad. They just ain't got enough. Because... Right now, your two biggest, well, your biggest superstars in the women division, Bianca Belair, Charlotte is Charlie. You bought Oscar back, thank God. <laughs> so you got you got Oscar, but I'm not even gonna count Oscar because Oscar not got no heat right now. So not Oscar. Bailey, but you got her doing this goofy faction shit, right? Mm-hmm. And um Liv Morgan, which is shout out to Liv for making it through. Because at one point, Liv was one of the worst wrestlers alive, bro. So you bought back Nia Jax, trash. Yo, trash. that was the trash. That was the that was my because <laughs> not only was she number thirty, but they didn't even like they botched the countdown. Yeah, I was like, okay. I'm not like my- when I heard that, I said, "Oh God, I'm shocked that she came back." I'm glad they got her out of there as quick as they did. Because the beef, I would be shocked if she rest, if that wasn't just a one off. Yeah, because the beef is real with her and everybody there. And now, don't forget, just a few weeks, months ago, she was talking about how they fire her without her knowing. Remember all that? Hmm. So the beef real, so I think that's like a one-off thing, man. That was one-off. Now, overall with the women's rumble, B minus, real Ripley winning, A plus. Yeah, I, I, it, it was give me real Ripley yeah. versus Bianca Belair, and it's I want Rhea Ripley torturing her. I want Rhea Ripley for the next sixty-seven days, because WrestleMania is sixty-seven days away, right? So I like won't. I want Rhea Ripley torturing her. I want Rhea Ripley, like, pull up. Wherever Bianca Balor at, you pull up. You hop out with, with, with your boys. I want Finn Balor beating up uh, uh, her husband. I want all kinds of, like, hype it up. Yeah. Because both of them are physically imposing. Bianca Balor is a good enough wrestler that you can do this. You could get this over. Where was Ronda Rousey, too, by the way? Ronda said, Ronda lost that belt and said, wait, I'm going home. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> You're missing superstars, man. You're missing superstars. But that being said, I'm I'm with Rhea Ripley winning. It almost was too good because I hate her. Remember we was just talking about how much I hate her? Mm-hmm. And I hate her. And when she won it and then they started doing the fireworks, I was like, yeah. Of heels should get fireworks. Yeah, this you is- know what I mean. Because, because, because you know these women. Like in reality, these people are like regular people. Nobody's actually a bad guy, yeah. and everybody like works their ass off to get to that point. And that is a very illustrious club and super pinnacle in wrestling. Because if you think about it, think about how many people have never won the Royal Rumble. Greats, right. Yeah, so, like the the people who showed the people who showed up, like yeah, there was no, 
it it wasn't no like superstars. It was like, okay, that's cool. Um, Chelsea Green came came up, came and showed up for like ten seconds. Okay, well, we can finally get we can finally stop all of the the whispers about her coming back into the company. Right, right, and so like it's just one of those things where it's just like, like I said, it almost was too good of a win for her because. I I was like, oh, real one, damn. Because I kind of wanted, I ain't going to cap. I wanted Liv Morgan to win. Right? Because okay. I was just like, I'll take Liv Morgan versus Charlotte Flair. Right? I, I just, and that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a shout out to Liv Morgan and how far she's come. You wouldn't have said that three years ago. Right. I was thinking with how big they are on, on this person. I thought if it wasn't going to be real Ripley, it might have been Raquel. Hey, they let her, but they did good with her. They made her look gangster. Yeah, one thought. So you could just you could just move that into Charlotte right now. You could yeah. start her and Charlotte feud next week. Yeah, because we know Rhea going to face Bianca more, if anything. Like, Bro, if they're not doing like, Rhea and Bianca, I don't care. Like, I don't want to see Rhea and Charlotte because I feel like I've seen that. Yeah. You know? So... Um overall not bad. Now let's get to the let's get to the get to the Woo. Kevin versus Roman. Let me tell you something. When a nigga asks you why WWE is the granddaddy of this shit and why WWE still got what it got when you got things like AEW and Indies and different things, doing great storylines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was because of that Kevin versus Roman blood bloodlines few payoff. That is the greatest thing I've seen in wrestling in years. Years. It worked even, bro. I you I knew it was coming. Everybody knew it was coming months ago. We just say no win. We just say no win. And when he hit Roman Reigns with that chair, the pop. I haven't heard a pop like that in wrestling since I heard the glass break, the Stone Cold coming to whoop uh, Vince McMahon ass when it was rock uh, getting screwed out of the title. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I haven't heard. I haven't seen a match payoff. And that's not even a payoff match. I haven't seen a match like that get that much heat since like Hulk Hogan and The Rock or or The Rock and John Cena. You feel me? Like, bro, that was a real deal. That was a match match, bro. That was a match match, bro. And it wasn't because the match was so good. Although we don't give Roman Reigns his flowers enough on how good of a wrestler he is. I stand on that. Roman Reigns is amazing. Right? What, think about this, Dennis. When the last time you seen Roman Reigns have a bad match? You haven't. Like even but, when, but, um, even when we was good. Well, that Roman Brock match at WrestleMania was. And look. Brock don't have good matches, and it still wasn't that bad. But Roman's is actually Roman's actually a goat, bro. And he's gotten this tribal chief character over so much. I literally hate him, Dennis. If and every, for everybody out there, let me tell you something. And I'm always a, I've always been a Ric Flair, Mr. Perfect guy. 
right? I like the pompous, smug villain. I like that guy. I like the bad dude. You feel me? I never, but but it's only listen, listen. There's a different type of of of. There's a different type of level. You have to get over to make me despise you, right? When I used to like you, and I used to like Roman Reigns. Let me tell you the the in the history of me watching wrestling, which has been over thirty plus years. There's only been. Outside of Roman Reigns and what he's done to this point, there's only been a few other times that I felt like this. Number one, when Bret Hart turned heel and he turned into like the America sucks, I'm Bret Hart, Canada's better than y'all, I hate y'all, I hate Shawn Michaels, blah, 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 blah. That thing there was, and and I'm, you know, I think Bret Hart's my goat. You Mm. feel me? And and, and if you want to understand me too, Dennis, and, and no static family, y'all go back, get y'all, get on the peacock, get on the network, go back and look at Bret Hart as a heel. It's awesome. It's awesome. Because he's on some like, I didn't change, you change. You know how much that make you feel sick as a kid? Because when Bret still come out, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Because that's what we used to say when he was a good guy. Right? And mm-hmm. he doing it and you like, well, damn, I shouldn't say that with him. Because he just said America sucks. Or he just said that um, Shawn Michaels sucks. Or he just said he don't like Stone Cold. Right. Or, or, he, or, or you know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. Or he just, he just beat the shit out of Ken Shamrock. Like, it's crazy. Like, I shouldn't go for this guy. Or whatever. So then that was one. Number two is what Everybody remembers Hollywood Hulk Hogan. I have never hated a wrestler like I hated Hollywood. The original run of Hollywood, nobody liked him, Dennis. And if you said you liked him, you're a bad person. That's pain hurt. When you see Hulk Hogan come out with that title and it got spray paint on it, oh my God, Dennis, I used to be bad as hell. And the only other time besides those two times that I've hated a, a character so much is Roman Reigns' travel chief. Oh, my God, I can't stand him, Dennis. Oh, my God, bro. I hate him. I hate him. And shout out to the bloodline, including Paul Heyman and Sami Zayn and, and, and the Usos, because, bro, they're so good. Everybody involved in this story is so good. And I'm about to hit you with something, Dennis. You can be like, damn, you're right. Mm. So good, bro, that they're, they look uneasy in the ring with him. Yeah. So like when he be like stand up, go do this. They look uncomfortable. Like this like what like they really it really look like Roman Reigns is a real deal goon villain like out here, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. like he's like a, he's like Lex Luthor. This was the most villain we seen him in a while. Bro, for real because he been kind of like on this like yeah, I'm a bad dude, but again, the same thing with Bret Hart. Same thing Hulk Hogan did too, by the way, when he went Hollywood. He was like, I ain't changed. Y'all start booing me. Y'all said taking your vitals was lame. Now, now I'm doing what y'all said, and now y'all hate me. That's why that's Roman. Roman's like, I ain't changed. I always been a tribal chief. But now that I'm not helping John Cena in a tag match or 
I don't want to like have a fair fight with Kevin Owens and I just want to keep my belt. Now y'all mad at me. Roman Reigns is awesome, bro. It's so good. <laughs> Man, this is so good, bro. No. And when Sami Zayn hit that nigga with the chair, bro, I don't know what you did, but I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, I, I knew it was coming because I was like, yeah, they they positioned like you could tell with the way he had his back turned. Yeah, I was like, at any minute this is going to happen, and when it did, I was like, the people gonna go crazy. I feel like everybody that's involved ain't gonna know how to react. Like especially like when you see, especially when you see Jay Uso and with the way that he reacted and just dipped. Yeah, it's like, oh, but it yeah. was so good because he hit him with. So the reason why I didn't think he was gonna hit him with the chair right there because I was like. He wasn't in the rumble. This ain't the payoff. I just, for some reason, I thought we ain't going to get it right now. Right? Mm-hmm. And I thought we was going to get it at, um, like, on a SmackDown or something before, um, what's the next pay-per-view coming up? Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber. Yeah, so I thought we would get it before then or whatever. And then, like, it'll build up. And then WrestleMania will be when, it's, when, it, when we hit it. But th- what made it so good was when he hit Roman Reigns with the chair, it was so shocking. Nobody in the bloodline moved. Yeah. And Paul Heyman's face is just classic Paul Heyman. And like, you just hear your boy, what you doing, Oos? What you doing? It's so good, <laughs> bro. It's so good. And when Roman Reigns was talking to Sami Zayn, when he was telling him, he was like, I ain't got time for that shit. I love you. He don't love you. I was like, this shit is amazing. Nah, when he said when he was like, he was like, all right, then go back to doing jackass shit. Then yeah, I was like, yo, I said, oh my god, <laughs> bro, it's the best storyline in wrestling in at least five to six years, bro. At least, bro, it was so good, bro. It was so good, bro, and 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 they doubling down because your boy. He's been posting, I'm out. I'm not with it. So you broke up the Usos and you broke up the bloodline. Yeah. And what's here's what I'm thinking. Here's where I'm like, because I'm like, being that y'all split the Usos up, they still got the belts. So like, how is that? Yeah. And if they, because I, I still don't know how they go, you know, do this same thing. I'm thinking, and I've been seeing this is like okay, Roman versus Cody night one, Roman versus Sammy night two, maybe at WrestleMania. So if they're smart, if they're smart, if they're smart, you put Cody on SmackDown. Cody's on Raw, isn't he? Yeah, Cody's on Raw. So the Universal title is it red or blue right now? It's blue, right? The Universal title is blue. So if I'm Cody, if I'm WWE, I'm a because I just don't. Here's here's the thing with the payoff, right? Mm-hmm. It, you got to split the belts. Yeah. So when Cody says I'm gonna challenge for this belt, he has to say the belt. Like I'm gonna challenge for the Universal Championship. Okay, that's his right, and that's what he challenges for the Universal Championship. Now you know it's him versus Roman. But that splits the belt off, and it gives Sammy the chance to win the WWE title. But I think what they're going to do instead is they're going to give Cody is going to challenge for the WWE title because also see both of them need the actual belt for the payoff. 
Yeah. The universal title, in my eyes, I still don't respect it as the real championship. Right? And, like, you you need the actual belt. Because Cody, I will say, the little vignette they did with him where he's like, I'm doing this for my family who has it's been eluded from them since they've been in here. And it's true because D- Gold does never got it. His dad never got it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So for him to win that belt, it would be a big deal. So he got to win the belt. He can't win the universal title. He has to win the belt. But I also think for Sammy's payoff to be what it needs to be, it should be the belt. But I think they're going to put the universal on Sammy and they're going to put the other one on Cody. Yeah, I, I think so too. That's really the only way I can see it going. Like, because with what they got on SmackDown, and by them, I mean like the bloodline and what they have on Raw now, like, it'll be kind of like, yeah, I don't see it really like intermingling like that. It and just, when is the tag team tournament supposed to pay dirt for the championships? Is it at WrestleMania or is it at Elimination Chamber? They doing like some kind of, um, they doing like some kind of, Tournament, right? For the SmackDown championship or whatever. So they gonna lose those go they're gonna come up off those. Yeah. Because they, they in turmoil, they're gonna come up off those. Yeah. So then you go so now so they spread the belts out again. It's cool. But man, if we don't get Sammy versus Roman at WrestleMania and and it gotta be it gotta be crazy. It gotta be night one. It's gonna be crazy. Right. Night night one. You you yeah. can't do you can't do Sammy versus Roman night one. Hey, Coop made it just it. in time for closing thoughts. Who? <laughs> but now nah. fly, Eagles fly. What I told you. To victory. Man, nigga, hush that. We talking about wrestling. If <laughs> <laughs> we ain't talking about my niggas, then what we talking about? We talking about wrestling right now, and we're talking about how. The Roman Reigns joint with the bloodline was awesome. And we're trying to figure out, like, which... Okay, so basically, as we wrap up the wrestling portion of the show, which night do you put the belt on which person? We know Cody and Sammy about to get the belts. But which night do you do it? I say if you're going to make Sammy lose, you do that night one. And you let Cody win the belt night two. If you're going to make Sammy win, Cody wins Saturday. And then Roman comes back and loses to Sammy on Sunday. And as much as you be like, well, damn, you're going to make your champ lose two nights in a row, I don't think that hurts Roman at all. No. It's just because so, we see the, we see that it's basically coming down to everybody, like basically that whole like bloodline thing, everybody like splitting down the middle. And like, boom, bam, roll out in the Roman, basically losing everything. So, yeah, of course, I, I definitely see it going Cody night one, Sammy night two. Cause like you gotta really end that with a bang. And with the way that pop is set up for Sammy, there's if no Sammy way. Win, if Sammy win, if Sammy beat Roman Reigns in a one, two, three for the universal title, it would be the biggest pop in wrestling history. Yep. It's the Daniel Bryan moment. Yep. Do we like this? Yes, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love this shit. I know like ever. This. Does does Roman deserve to lose the titles this way? Yes. Yes, the nigga that had the belts for two years. I'm straight on him. Like, we good. He had, Bro, Roman has gotten over. I was just talking about this, cool. Roman has gotten over as one of the worst villains, like one of the best villains of all time. Like, he, we hate him. 
Hey, and it's not that we hate what he's doing. He's doing a great job. We hate him on the wrestling sense. Yeah, like, we he made, hate his character. He played. He he was an excellent heel turn. Right. We hate him. And, and the best part about he can play face off this, and he never has to change. Bro, we hate him, bro. I I would never turn Roman face again until maybe like late in his career. No, Roman doesn't have to be a face anymore. Roman just has to do what Triple H did, which is never really be a face again. Yeah, just be a badass. Hey, bro, if Roman take the route of just, bro, I'm just a badass, I'm just a championship winning badass, and that's all that mattered to me, bro. And you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I would Daniel Bryant, Sami Zayn ass. And what I mean by that is I would let him win the belt in – um. At WrestleMania, but I bet he lose that bitch to Roman right back at Backlash. The only the only issue with Sami Zayn is how unbelievable he's going to be as champion. That's why I say you let him win it, and, it, and then you you let him win it right back. But although Sami Zayn, even though he's small like Daniel Bryan, he's bigger than Daniel Bryan. Like Sami Zayn can wrestle, bro. Daniel Bryan can wrestle too. So he it's, can it's, wrestle, it's believable. But it's it's the problem. It's, the issue with Sami Zayn is two things. Number one, because of how they've written his character out thus far, he it's one very hard to sell him as an athlete or as athletic. And because of that, physical prowess is going to make it very unbelievable and hard for him to accept this champion. Like that's like, crazy. What's crazy though? That's on the WWE because you realize when Sami Zayn came to the WWE, he was one of the best indie wrestlers in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you get it's listen, bro. Nothing. If you just saw, if you just look at Sami Zayn, he's not intimidating. Even the, he's not even he's not, one on, on against as a heel. He's not intimidating, and as a face, he's not respected <laughs> enough. <laughs> But, but, but what Sami Zayn, the work he's done and how he's gotten over, he's the biggest face in wrestling since Sting. And that's big. Because remember, we've had this conversation about how wrestling doesn't have real faces anymore. But WWE has managed to create two real faces. Cody Rhodes is a face. Nobody's booing Cody Rhodes. All right? Nobody's booing Cody Rhodes, bro. If you're booing Cody Rhodes, you don't like wrestling and you're stupid. (laughs) <laughs> okay, nobody booing Cody Rhodes, bro. If Co- like when Cody Rhodes won the Rumble, even though we knew it was coming, you did not hear any boos. Nice. Nobody's booing Cody Rhodes, bro. And then so they managed to create a face, a big time face in Cody Rhodes, although he might not be Sting levels big, but he's a face. He's a pretty good face right now. He's he's like Lex Luger or Bret Hart or. Whoever other face back in the day you want to say, that's what Cody has become for WWE. And Sami Zayn is fucking Sting. Sami Zayn's fucking Sting. Bro, the difference being that when you saw Sting's matches, you looked at Sting. Sting looked like at all, even now, older fuck Sting looked like he just showed up and to fuck shit up. Well, yeah, that's true. But I, okay, you know, it's more comparable. Because Daniel Bryan is definitely comparable. But I want to not use Daniel Bryan because Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan are so, 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 so similar. You know what else is comparable? But how big of a face Sami Zayn has become and how big of a deal he got over as a face with that chair shot. Remember when DDP was a heel 
and then the NWO came, and then everybody thought DDP was going to the NWO, and he was like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And then he diamond cut Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, and he became like the biggest face that you didn't expect to be a face. Remember, DDP was like the good guy. And he was like, damn, I'm rooting for DDP. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all remember that, but everybody was like, I ain't never liked DDP. None of us ever liked it, Diamond Dallas Page. Until <laughs> until he diamond cut at the NWO. It was like, not only am I not in the NWO, I don't even care what y'all are doing. Yeah, right. Like you just you just like the move more than you like him. Right. So it's like it's like that's how that's how Sami Zayn, that's how over he is with this, bro. Like he's like right now he can kiss babies. And shake hands, boy. Right, but overall, great, pretty good rumble. Um, great I, rumble. I yeah, thought it was a great rumble. The great end. rumble only because of the end. Yeah, the end was what made it like phenomenal. Yeah, like the end actually made it one of the best rumbles of all time, and that says a lot because all the Royal Rumbles that are great Royal Rumbles are great yeah. because of the Rumble match. Right. This Royal Rumble is great because of a one-on-one title match. That's crazy. And another thing, Vince. Don't 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 even think about it, my boy. Thank you. Don't even think about it, my boy. Uh, me. No. No. Me. No. <laughs> we we can we we too far. Long listen. You will not fuck up this long term booking. I'm saying you will not. Like he can't just, just show up and just because I, I I saw it last year. I I was looking. I was <laughs> I was looking. I was like WWE in the first quarter, in the first going in the second quarter, like them first six months stunk so bad. And I'm trying to figure out how we got here because it was WWE day one, and I I never forget is Roman Roman. Was supposed to, I think Roman was supposed to fight Brock. And mm-hmm. then Roman caught COVID and they put Brock in the WWE Championship match and he won it. Then weeks later, he won the Royal Rumble after losing the championship again. And then Elimination Chamber, he, he won the championship. Mm-hmm. And then at WrestleMania, that's when he decided to put the titles together. And that, that whole thing was just a mess. Don't listen. forget the rise and fall of the hurt business. <laughs> yes, listen, I'm telling you right now, bro. This was the and, and this is what I fear because Vince is back. This was a show you could tell Vince ain't had nothing to do with this. Triple H was all over this show, so I am worried because Vince didn't just come back as like, oh, I'm back and I'm in the boardroom. Vince came back like, bitch, is my shit again. And it's like, I'm worried that Vince is going to be like, hey, I don't like any of this. We're not putting a belt on Sammy fucking Zane. Brock Lesnar. It's crazy because he, it's crazy because Austin Theory was supposed to be the chosen one. Crazy how that works. But- yeah, but Vince, Vince was gone and. <laughs> You can even see it. In the, this is how I know Vince wasn't involved, bro. Mm. And the rumble when Austin Theory came out, they was like, get that shit out. <laughs> Triple H hate Austin Theory, bro. And I'm telling you, as long as Vince just stay out the way, we'll be all right. Just let this play out. Please, Vince. Please let it play out, Vince. Please. Yeah. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> Please, Vince. Grunt. Look at Drew McIntyre. Vince was probably sliding down the wall when Brock got eliminated in that role. Famous. <laughs> but oh man, um, great, great talk about wrestling. Um, listeners, I will put the timestamps in. I promise you, but we had to review this rumble. I mean, it was literally like, uh, it was literally like a joint we could not not talk about. One thousand. If it would have been, if it would have been mediocre, we would have breezed over it in fifteen minutes. But I know a lot of people that listen to the show. This is for to the show for different things, and a lot of them don't watch wrestling. That's unfortunate for y'all, because this this show that wrestling is still good, bro. Yeah, like even in present day, the fact that 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 we talking about it in this magnitude, who would have thought? Right, it's it's pretty, bro. It's pretty, yeah, yeah. Great, 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 great wrestling match. Right. But nah, yeah. Um, moving on from wrestling, um, and this might be a quick topic. Um, Twenty One Savage was named the best rapper of twenty twenty two. How y'all? Can you do something for me? Can you let a little pussy for me? He deserved it. Yeah, (laughs) he deserved it, bro. Hey, the nigga, the nigga, the nigga literally is like. The gap between bullshit and good rap. I thought about that when you when you when I seen you put that on the docket. I was like, 21 Savage is the gap between bullshit and good rap, bro. Because there's a there, like Coop wanna come on here talk about the Eagles, but he don't want to talk about how they was walking out with little Uzi Vert little baby ass in front of him. <laughs> come up out of Yash. You don't want to talk about that shit. Oh, bro! Which, not only do I want to talk about it, I want to talk about how I did the dance while the niggas did it. Fuck wrong yeah, with see, you. See, mm-hmm. for a Super Bowl, a nigga willing to... What a nigga used to be like, Um, which I don't agree with this, but niggas say it all the time. Oh, you know, them niggas, want, they willing to put on dresses to do comedy. I ain't willing to put on no dress. Them comedians that be saying shit like that, yeah, cool. I'm going to tell you, as a, as, a, as a Jag fan, I ain't willing to do no little Uzi Vert dance for no Super Bowl, nigga. Hey, my nigga, guess what? Guess what? Guess what, my nigga? Guess what? <laughs> Niggas not doing the little Lucy Vert dance, ironically, ain't at the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, I guess. Body out of y'all face ass, nigga. Listen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody say it with me, my nigga. Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Man, it don't matter you, who win this other game. You, you know you. I about to say you know you niggas got to win another game, right? My nigga. Okay, my nigga. We gonna have nigga. this. No, 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 no. We gonna have this conversation now. Go ahead nigga, and explain to me how you foresee either the Cincinnati Bengals or the Chiefs beating the Eagles. See, Dennis, I ain't want this to happen. This nigga just tried a real nigga. Number one, they have two of the best quarterbacks in the league. And even though Jalen Hurts is good, they're both better than your quarterback. Which your quarterback, by the way, today, by the way, did he do okay? He did okay. He still struggled against the number one defense in the league. Okay. You're right. You're right. You know, you know what, bro? You're right. We did score all rushing touchdowns on the number one rush defense in the league. Listen, the, this is what going to come down to, bro, no matter what you say. Every Super Bowl we won, guess what? The better quarterback was on the team. You want me to tell you how I know? Because the last one we, we won, my nigga, was against the greatest quarterback of all time. So what forget you're, that. You're nigga. saying that. See, this is why I came for it. See, Dennis, oh, well, this that's is why right, I'm We won it with a backup, didn't we? 
This is why being a Jaguar fan make you better than all the other fans in the NFL, Dennis. Let me tell you why. Um, because Coop over here talking crazy as fuck, talking about all the Super Bowls we won. You mean the Super Bowl you won? Nigga, you won. That's what I just said. The last Super Bowl we won. Which is the only Super Bowl you won. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, my nigga. You know what? You right. Yo, let's compare them to all y'all. You right, bro. You absolutely right. Let's compare them to all y'all Super Bowls. It don't matter, bro. I don't care. I've only been in the league since 96. Y'all niggas used to be the Staley's. Nigga, I'm good. It don't bother me. My nigga. Here's what here's here's what it here's what it's ultimately gonna come down to. Guess what? The last Super Bowl we won was against a better quarterback. Didn't matter. Guess what, my nigga? You wanna talk? You wanna talk we wanna talk stats? We wanna talk stats. I got your coach. I got your coach. All them coordinators and players are gone. There's nobody left from that team. Bro, this is a whole different team. I'm not saying y'all suck. I'm just saying, you sure? Because it sounds like you trying to say we suck. I'm saying that y'all niggas talking like y'all won the Super Bowl today. No, y'all beat a team that got a quarterback that hurt his elbow in the first doggone play of the game. Damn near, y'all beat so, a, 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 a y'all beat a team in a, with a backup quarterback, and now y'all run around a bit like y'all just gonna destroy the Bengals and the Chiefs. Like the Bengals and the Chiefs ain't the Bengals and the Chiefs. They two of the best teams in the league, nigga. And we not. Y'all are. However, y'all saying that shit like it, you just said it don't matter who win this game. Nigga, that's crazy. You'll never it hear don't. Jaguar fans say no shit like that. Nigga be like, Jags up. And then we might say some shit like it don't matter who win, we gonna compete. Y'all niggas like, yeah, we went in the Super Bowl. Nigga, I hope y'all niggas lose now. <laughs> <laughs> y'all niggas is wild. Down to, bro. Who gonna have the, let me ask you something. Out of these last three teams that's left, who got the best defense? Bengals, the Bengals have the best defense out of the Eagles, the Chiefs, and the, okay. Whenever you decide to stop smoking crack, then we can have this. You're right. I'm just hating right now. I didn't want to tell you it was the Eagles. <laughs> it is the Eagles. However, however, let me tell you. Hold right on. Now. Hold on. Who got the better? Re- who who got the better receiver set up? Oh, that might be the Bengals, bro. Come on now, be real with yourself, bro. Okay, bro. If I'm being real with myself, bro. I got three three of my receivers all all over a thousand yards this year, all over four touchdowns. Oh, they, the, Jag, the Jags did that. We at home, exactly. Bro. So guess what? And guess what, bro? Go and look at the stats. Y'all, y'all offense Who's is the, ranked higher than both of them. I'm, two just teams, say, I'm just gonna say. I'm just gonna say this about the receiver situation. Who's the best receiver left in out of everybody? It's three teams left. Who got the best receiver? Come on now, receiver. We do because we got AJ Brown. AJ Brown is not better than that young man in Cincinnati. What you talking about right now? Right this year he is. This boy, what? This boy, wow. Anywho, listen, I'm gonna tell pull y'all up the why. south side. You ain't gotta look at. You ain't gotta ask. Look at the stats. Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all why the the Philadelphia Eagles aren't winning Super Bowl. The universe have to balance itself out, and it's not time for Will Smith to start winning yet. <laughs> That's hate. <laughs> That's hate. That's not hate. And the universe, remember that slap. Will Smith disrupted black excellence by slapping the fuck out of Chris Rock. And so that now Will Smith gonna be sitting in his LA house. Listen. Shit, Will Smith might be at the Super Bowl with his Eagles hat on. You be, this is the problem with this is the and whole he gonna be standing by the he's gonna be standing by the end zone. And 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 Joe Burrow goes score a touchdown and walk straight up to Will Smith and slap shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> And be like, keep my Super Bowl trophy out your mouth. (laughs) Let me tell you all the reasons why 
I love and hate this nigga Jax. <laughs> because Jax already know, like, bruh, this motherfucking Eagles team serious, my nigga. <laughs> he know, but he's not allowed to say that to y'all or let y'all hear him say that. <laughs> so since he can't do that, <laughs> he's gonna take me through he's gonna take me through all these problems tonight. Right. Okay. Like we don't got like we don't got not 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 30 sacks on the season, not 40 sacks on the season. No, my nigga. We got 70 of the motherfuckers, bro. We got five D linemen, my nigga, all with 10 plus sacks. Everybody behind them still got more than eight. My hand. This this is one of this is one of them seasons where normally I would have felt exactly like, you know what, money? I'm glad to be at this world, but I don't got I'm not being humble this year. I'm not being humble this year because my whole team court hates this whole previous season for how the season went last year. Hated the quarterback, hated on my coach, <laughs> hated on our defense, and we and we look bad. Not this you know year, Mike. You know what's funny though? I'm gonna bring up something real quick and then we can do whatever, Dennison, do whatever you want to do right here. Um what suck in a way. Is we got Doug Peterson. It's good for the Jags, but it's it, it, I, let me tell you why it's up. Doug Peterson got let go from the Eagles because when Carson Wentz got hurt and Jalen Hurts came in, Doug Peterson wanted to keep Jalen Hurts as a starting quarterback and get rid of Carson Wentz. Sorry ass. Mm-hmm. And then they was like, and they hated him. They they was like, nah, bro, you stupid. Like Carson Wentz is better. We already paid him. You gotta go. So they fired him because of that, and he was right. And he, he was, was right, Bruh, Look at how Nova, and that's just, and don't get me wrong. Charles Lawrence had a bad go when he first got lead. Like you got Urban Meyer of all people, bro. But look at the difference. I well, listen. I told y'all this when y'all first got the Pierce. I said, bro, y'all automatically. I said, I promise y'all, y'all automatically gonna start winning more, bro. Dougie P a good coach. Everybody knew Dougie P was a good coach. Don't get me wrong. That's not the nice shit. Clear, clearly, Sirianni and his staff is doing their fucking thing. But what I loved most about the Jags getting Doug Peterson was I felt like that was that was like him going to a team that was already just just like what he had left in Philly, a Cardinals team that realistically the problem was never the fact that they didn't have people who wanted to be there or wanted to play or have good players. They had a front office that always stood in the way of them being successful. And that's what happened the moment we got we had that Chip Kelly situation. We fired Chip. We bought Howie back. Howie came back and was like, yo, I got this. Sh- I'm about to be GM of the decade, nigga. <laughs> I got this. And he figured that shit out. The moment Doug Peterson got there, bro, and he told him, right, he was like, bro, if you want me to be the coach, say the fuck out my way. <laughs> say the fuck out my way, bro. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me, let me, let me win. Let me win games like I'm supposed to. Check the chat. <laughs> <laughs> you know it you know it bro Bruh, but if I, that ain't the truth <laughs> yo shout out to shout out to Shannon Sharp becoming like a, a all time me without trying right although him and Ed Reed um, I'm, I'm kind of on Ed Reed's side on that one bro everybody's on Ed Reed's side especially when, when on Ed Reed's side because, you, cause we, cause if you went to an HBCU or you've been HBCU adjacent you know that shit is real. Exactly what he described, bro. That feeling that, hey, bro, I'm here. The thing y'all want me to do, I'm down to do it. But check this out. It's got to be done a certain way. So as long as we can come to agreement on that, and more importantly, don't tell me one thing and do another. I just want to say, too, with the Ed Reed situation, 
two things. The one thing that bothered me, and I still like Shannon, but what bothered me is when Ed Reed reached out and was like, let me come on the show and talk to you or whatever. And he was like, I'm done with this. Like That's bogus to me. And then secondly, I'll, I'll say with Ed Reed, like, I don't like, I don't like the fact that with Ed Reed, like, we're not addressing enough, like what Coop just said. And y'all know I say it all the time on the show. These HBCUs got to be stopped, bro. They're ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous, bro. Like, my daughter want to go to an HBCU. Shout out to y'all HBCUs for whatever y'all did to my daughter to put her in a stronghold to make her want to go to Howard. However, however, if you if it came down to me, and I'm not one of these parents, I'm going to let her choose. But if it came down to me, guess what? She would not be going, y'all boys. Because I don't want my... Bro, and then let me say one more thing before we get off that. I was watching Dion Page or whatever, right? If you've been following Dion on his journey as a coach, one of Coop, I know you know, Dennis, you mm-hmm. probably are aware, when he was at Jackson State, one of his biggest things was why we can't feed our players. He was like, how are you going to have football players and don't give them proper nutrition? Don't give them a proper diet. Because, bro, they didn't have breakfast, lunch, dinner set up. The food was nasty. It was bad. If you looked, if you remember Jackson State, remember their kitchen, that area was terrible. It looked like a break room at a job. You feel me? And you, I, if you if you go to Colorado's page right now or go to Deion Sanders' page or whatever, go through his page and look at how excited him and his sons are that the food at Colorado is fresh and green and delicious and nutritious. And he ain't got to worry about how I'm going to keep my offensive lineman in shape because they, they they making the meals nutritious based on the players' diets that they need. You can't tell me that the University of Colorado can do that. And fam, you can't. When fam, you got just as much money as University of Colorado. And don't say I'm lying because you know it's not true. So yeah, there's that. All right. Um, last last thing, and then we'll wrap up. Um and I'm glad that we was able to, you know, have a, you know, have a good time, you know, in the last hour. But um, the the Tyree Nichols situation that mm. took place, I didn't mm. want. I, I it's not really much. Like I didn't watch the video. I didn't want to. Um, Did you read the description? I saw bits and pieces. And I was like, I told myself, I was like, yeah, I really rather not subject subject myself to seeing something this bad. Because like seeing the description and kind of what I was seeing was really, really bad. I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all seen anything. Madonna, did you watch the video? I did. Did you watch the whole video? I did. Then as you watch bits and pieces. Yep. One more Here's so my, bits and pieces of the, of the description. I didn't like you. Okay. Know, Here's my thing that bothers me the most of this whole video. The police brutality part of court. First of all, it bothers me. I am saddened and sickened that another young man has perished at the hands of the people that are supposed to protect him. So let me get that out of the way first. There's something we about need to address. I know you're about to say it. There's something that we need to address in this shit. Every police officer in this video was black. Mm-hmm. Yup. 
you niggas stripping. So, I've been saying this for years. Bro, listen alert. Bro, listen alert. Since uh, uh, Q not here. I've been saying this for years on bro, listen. The issue is not a white problem. It's an institutional problem, my boy. The police themselves are broken. So when a nigga say defund the police, tank, ooh, we should you wrong, Dennis. We should have got tank on the show. Shit. <laughs> tank, you bitch. And and listen, bro, listen, was gonna come back this week, but Brittany had some shit going on. We definitely are coming back and talking about this topic by next week. So you, if you want to hear more, tune in to bro, listen, the next episode that dropped. Listen, listen, everybody, tank. Any other niggas, when I say defund the police or whatever, start that shit from scratch, niggas look at me crazy. Bro, you had a black man <clears throat> get out the car. Get, he was scared for his life. <clears throat> and if you're a black man and you ever been pulled over by the police, even when you're not doing nothing wrong, you're afraid for your life. Y'all niggas can stop me when I start lying and I'll shut the fuck up. Um... It, it, they, they pulled him out of the car and what bothered me at the beginning and Coop the Donna, I know you've seen this when it was the first beginning officers in the situation and they was getting out of hand the voice of reason was the white cop yeah the white cop was like yo y'all chill we got it and they was like no I'll tase them then they beat him up do all this stuff everything didn't take care of him after they beat him up and had him in handcuffs sitting by the car, he's visibly can't breathe and stuff like that. They waited 25 minutes to call the ambulance. Then the niggas get around and it's on their body camera talking. They're like, yo, that nigga was running. Oh, shit, I had, to, I had to stick that nigga. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because you know what it felt like? Whole lot of gang shit. Gang shit, gang shit. Whole lot of gang shit. And I ain't even talking about from the dude who got Murder, I'm talking about from the police. So this is Memphis, one of the blackest cities in America. Am I right, Coop? Mm-hmm. How in the hell do we have one of the blackest cities? So where can we be safe at? Y'all tell me that. Now nah, I'm, I'm gonna leave it. And that's that that could be rhetorical or, or niggas can answer it in y'all heads while y'all listen to this show, whatever. Where can we be safe at? That in the one of the blackest cities in America, we put black police officers in in, in, in in place in black neighborhoods to police black people, and they still murder us. Right. And y'all want to get rid of the police? That's all I gotta say. You get the answer. It could be rhetorical if you want, but it's the blackest one of the blackest cities in America with black police officers in a black neighborhood. Well, a traffic stop on a black young man, and he's still dead. Yep. Memphis, of all places. Black, black. Black, yeah. black. You hit it right on the head. <laughs> shit crazy. That's all I got to say. That shit crazy. It's huh? sad. It's crazy. And it shows we have an institutional issue. Looking up. Is cool speaking Chinese? Damn. Sorry, cool. Defund them niggas. That's all. Defund them niggas. Memphis Police Department needs a whole overhaul internal investigation because every police that pulled up was black and every police was down with that shit. 
and understand the meaning of what defunding is. Thank you. That's another <laughs> thing that gets that, that's another thing that gets lost in in the sauce. It's like, oh, y'all want to take the money from the police, and it's like, it's all about it's a matter of allocating resources. But y'all know this already. I shouldn't be saying that. Come on now, yeah, come on, bro. And now at this point, I'm extreme. Yes, I want to take the money from the niggas. I want them niggas to have. I want them niggas to have cars and pistols. Anything else is unnecessary, and they can get paid well. I'm not saying let a nigga go out there and not make seventy thousand dollars a year because the shit dangerous. So you can have cars and you can have pistols. Outside of that, all that extra money y'all getting, hell no. Matter of fact, no. You know what? Y'all keep ten percent of that extra money y'all getting, and y'all need to learn and be retrained in everything. Literally everything. Y'all don't know the law. Y'all don't know how to do paperwork. Y'all don't know when y'all are right or wrong. Y'all don't know how to use the proper force. Y'all don't know how to uh, uh, take care and de-escalate a situation. Y'all don't know when to draw your firearm. You don't have any compassion. You don't understand anything. You suck. You suck. And you know how I know you suck? Because police exist in every country. Am I lying, Dennis? No. Do police in Korea kill somebody every day? Not like we do it. <laughs> Thank that's, you. That's definitely a, an America problem right there. That's, like, so <clears throat> that's what I want you niggas to go look. That, you niggas, I want y'all to go look this up. Look at the percentage of the population and death rate of murders by police or killings by police, justified or unjustified. I don't care which one. You can group them all together. I ain't even talking about unjust killings. I'm talking about justified and unjustified. Go look up at how many people a day are murdered by the police, justified or not, in America versus every other country in the world. You niggas. You niggas. Some countries, you're going to find it decades since the police has killed somebody. Think about what I just told you. Decades. Last thing, last thing, last thing, last thing. We'll move on. Which city, these are not rhetorical questions. Either one of you fine college-educated gentlemen can answer this for me. Uh, Which city is larger, London or Memphis? London. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Um, which city do you think has the most police murders in the last 25 years? London or Memphis? Oh, Memphis. Memphis How's that fucking possible? How is that fucking possible? You mean to tell me people in London are just better than us? The, 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 the criminals in London are just better criminals. They just listen to the police better. They don't get shot because they just, the police pull up on the people in London and they say, hey, stop doing that, mate. And they say, oh, uh, right away, governor. Yeah, bro, that's exactly how, bro, that's, that sounds bro, that's exactly about right. Happened, bro. That's exactly <laughs> what, bro. They pull them over, they get out the car, they apologize for making their day difficult, and then they throw their dope at the police. And get on the ground themselves. They even handcuff each other. Chase, you said that like you was there. Yeah. Bro, I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> How was it 50 some odd? 
bro, in the greater London area, the greater London area is one of the biggest cities in the world. And there's been more murders by the police or killings, justified or unjustified, in Memphis than the greater London area in the last 20 years. It's crazy. 1,000%. But yeah, um, definitely definitely sucks that we had to, you know, have another one of these situations. Um, I, I read that he was a, you know, he was a skateboarder. He liked photography. You know, and that's what happens with majority of these situations. You find out just like, you know, the they just normal people. They just normal people who, you know, scared might have been dealing with paranoid schizophrenia. We don't know. It's not like black people go get checked for their mental disabilities. So he might have had a mental health issue that we didn't even know about that he didn't even know about that might not have manifested until that moment when he got complete fear and anxiety because he thought the police was going to kill him. I don't know, just me as a chair doctor or armchair doctor, maybe he did have a mental illness going on and he was having an anxiety attack while he ran away and stuff like that. Because when he was 80 yards from his mama house, he was screaming, I want my mama. Not something a usual dope boy say. Ironically, we only hear this when the police are killing him. Huh. Ooh, shit, man. Don't kill my baby. How about that? Don't kill my daughter. Don't kill my players. Don't kill my. Don't kill. Don't kill Q kids. Don't kill Gerald. Don't kill Gerald's son. Don't kill Miss Miss Washington's son. Don't kill God dog. Don't kill nobody, man. It's terrible. And then boast about it. It's the boasting part, y'all boys. Dennis, don't watch the whole video. Go watch them niggas, because they're niggas, Dennis. Go watch them niggas talking about how they had, ooh, boy, I had to beat that nigga ass. Am I lying, cool? Ooh. And here's the other thing people forget. They weren't all there at one time. It started no. off with a certain amount, and then it escalated, and basically more people pulled up and joined. And every time a nigga pulled up, they had to get their licks in. Whole lot of gang shit. Go watch that part. Go watch the, the part where the nigga blatantly lying on camera because I can see the video from the beginning where they're like, yeah, that nigga got out and he just swung. He didn't even say nothing. That's what he's telling the other police. Well, why y'all beat him like that? Man, he got out. He just swung, bro. He didn't even say nothing. Yeah, that, that street camera told it all. Come on, bro. That I do know. Shit crazy. But Closing thoughts. I'll go first, man. Bless up to that man, young man's family, man. I know it's hard uh, for his family because I think a lot of times we don't <clears throat> we don't be in a situation where we really truly understand how the world has become smaller, and um, we're not going through it. So you, you, I just said, don't kill my daughter, don't kill coot kids, don't kill Q kids, don't kill. Dennis, don't kill your future kids. Don't kill nobody, kids. But could you imagine being the front face of that? Just like George Floyd's family or Eric Garner's family. You're the front face of this. You just want to mourn the loss of your loved one that mm -hmm. shouldn't be gone, that didn't deserve this. And now you have to be the front and center. His mom got to speak for everybody. His mom got to bear the brunt. You want to get away from this and just... I just want to watch football today. 
And then you watch your football and the 60 minutes update is about that. Yeah. Or the news pop in and it's about that. So I don't believe in thoughts and prayers, but bless up to his family to get through this, man. Because that's tough. Because I can't only imagine. Because Trayvon's mom, she turned it into a positive. George Floyd's family turned it into a positive. But man, we have to stop expecting these people to turn this into a positive. The strength of black people is phenomenal. It got to be from the ancestors. Because to sit after death, after death, after loss, after loss, and stay strong and say, y'all do right. Y'all stand up. Man, we strong, man. Man, we strong. So as a people, as a whole, let's unify, man. Let's do better, man. Let's do better. Because if we really had people that really rock with each other, this wouldn't have happened. Because them cops was black. So what, I, what my message is, or my final thought is, when you say you down for your niggas, fuck them other niggas, because I'm down for my niggas. Make that shit mean something. Make that shit mean something, man. It ain't too many of us. So let's have each other back, man. It take a village. So let's be the village. Pray with your hands open. That's how you receive energy. I'm out. All right. I'm in this bitch. So check me out, y'all. First and foremost, as always, please drink your water because everything is bad for you nowadays. I'm going to say some shit that is probably taboo to say out loud. When we get mad about how other cultures police their culture and then something like this happens and we realize we don't police our own culture, start looking at yourself to wonder if you're part of the problem. Because here's what, I, what I'm getting at with this. That y'all heard me and Jack bring up. Yeah, bro, this was produced because they were cops. This was also black brutality because these niggas was niggas. And so, yeah, they got to answer to the law, but they should have to answer to the culture, to their own race, as to what they did and why they did that. And explain as, as to why they should even be allowed to be a part of this culture for doing it to another member of this culture. That's fucked up. Yeah, we got a lot of problems. We got a lot of shit working against us. Nobody told y'all niggas to sign up and help the other side. Are y'all somehow under the impression that what y'all niggas did was the right thing to do? That it does anything, makes this world better in any way, shape, or form, or just makes our the world better for our culture somehow? <laughs> Y'all be cool, man. All right, y'all. Um, great pod. You know, glad we can glad we can make it happen. Um, another successful episode in the books. Um, first things first, as I always say. Okay, before I get there, before I get there, um, public service announcement: We off next week. Um, I will be, I will be celebrating my birthday and it is in the, the hater bear media contract Facts. to get our birthdays off. Facts. So yeah, we, I, I ain't no slave driver. 
Yeah, we off next week. <laughs> so definitely just wanted to definitely just wanted to throw that out there because that is important. Um and what is my saying? What is my saying? What is my saying? May you and the people around you feel nothing but love, happiness, and protection. Another closing thought of mine. Life is like a sandwich. No matter which way you flip it, the bread comes first. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, when you touch that dial, like, rate, review, share, worship. Also, sometime during the week, I got another surprise for y'all, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Anyways, we out. Peace. You're...